We did get the opportunity to try Marble's new Cucumber Key Lime Hard Seltzer. Compliments of our buddy Diego, who's been on the show before. He was on the Three Rivers episode, yes. in case y'all want to tune into that. Uh, but yeah, he he's a huge seltzer fan, and he knows every single seltzer out there. What a subtle... <laughs> Yeah, if, if you want to, if you want to learn more about rocks. seltzer, you got to ask Diego. He really is an expert. Oh, he loves seltzer. He's actually, oh man, he actually is a big seller of seltzers. You ever hear that story of Amari uh, Stoudemire uh, bathing in a pool of wine in a bathtub full of wine? That's Diego seltzer. Diego does have seltzer. The cool thing about Diego is he's a he's a local barista and he's actually been experimenting <laughs> with uh, coffee seltzers. <laughs> <laughs> he said they're great. <laughs> just he loves them in cold brews, especially coffee. the cold brew seltzer. He loves it. Oh yeah, you, you love to hear. All right, yeah, Prismatic will be coming out with that soon, so stay tuned. <laughs> Episode forty-one. We're back. How, how many to go? That's a good question, actually. What's the end game? Ah, you know what you love to see? This is the Dirk Nowitzki web episode. Oh, Ooh, that is true. That's awesome. It's the Dirk show. You love to see it. Champion. Another basketball player? World champion. Well, another. <laughs> <laughs> you act like there's other athletes. Cut his mic. Dirk's, <laughs> Dirk's rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> I hate Dirk. Why? How dare you? Because he single-handedly defeated the Miami Heat? No, because I always hated him celebrating after every shot. But he, did he did not. Player. I did. He did. All right. What are we doing today? Paradox. Oh, episode forty-one. Paradox. Yep. I'm gonna tell people where Paradox is from. Colorado. (laughs) Divide. (laughs) I think they're just west of Colorado Springs. Oh, they're from Divide. You're right. Yeah, we went there. Been there. Divide, Colorado, just west of Colorado Springs. I never. It's awesome. It's a cool place. I I left. I left our frisbee disc golf. Uh, frisbees there. Can you please send them back? Paradox. Yes. Paradox. <laughs> please return to send. They, those weren't even oh, mine. They were my parents. So it feels pretty bad <laughs> to Rest lose those. Those things are long gone. Honestly, they, though. Those are now Paradox's house frisbees. They keep asking about them and I keep stalling. They just they just <laughs> slapped a sticker on them and now they're theirs. So now they know because they listen to the podcast. That is true. They, they finally find out the truth. So, so the, the brewery is pretty awesome. It's It's got one of the greatest views ever. Yes. The like, valley with the mountain background, awesome. The little oh, yeah, outdoor dude. patio because it has thing Twin is... Peaks in the background doesn't mean it's the best view. There's more it's than just... Twin Peaks. Oh, there's like twelve. Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> there's the, at least thirteen pairs <laughs> at sticking minimum. out the ground at the minimum. <laughs> oh, the, the outdoor patio. In case you awesome. didn't hear on breaking news in the last episode, please listen to episode forty for unbreaking news on Twin Peaks and more. Yeah, and we do got uh, breaking news today, so look forward to that later on. Yes, we do. We always we're gonna have or we're gonna make it. You know a what? Second. If you like unbreaking news, you better keep your little ears listening because they're <laughs> they're coming at you every episode. You hear? All right, All let's right. do it. What are we doing first? Paradox. First, a beer though. The first paradox <laughs> beer. Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're struggling. Matt's Matt's have been having a bad week. He no, I haven't. I've actually had a great week. Oh, he's been having a great except week. I got stung by, except <laughs> I got stung by a wasp today. That wasn't fun. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there you go. Well, Tell us about that. Yeah, it's been a horrible week. I got stung by a wasp. <laughs> Life's hard. <laughs> Jesus, you're full of stories today. You know, 
if you get stung by a wasp, it doesn't. Really, it hurts. It hurts. Well, it, it does hurt. But after about 10, 15 minutes, you're fine. But you got to tell them where it got stung. It's really important. <sighs> Round the teeth. We'll save that for the <laughs> Patreon members only. <laughs> well, another insect story is I was driving here to Matt's house, and uh, there was a spider crawling on my leg. And, then and I had to slap it off, and then I had to hover because I didn't want it to crawl back on my leg. <laughs> so I was hovering all the way to Matt's house, like with my foot barely touching on the pedal. <laughs> You had four people. Yeah, no wonder you got so many accents on the way over. You still had a point of contact. It's not yeah. good. Yeah, I know. I was scared. You need to work on the no contact. It wasn't a small spider, but it wasn't a big one, so that, I was frightened. Yeah. This is enough to induce fear. Media Noche's Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> That's a callback to episodes one through five. In case that was you great. Listen. As soon as you said Media Noche, everybody looked up the channel. <laughs> 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 well, his, his house is still up there. It's fucking web. <laughs> Fucking web still up there. <laughs> Take him down. What if he's still alive? He is. He is. Takes all his spider girls up there. And <laughs> <laughs> Swings from the chandelier. All right, let's get into the verse beer. Anybody else want to read it? Not no, it's all you. Not feeling it, guys. It's we, we we hand over the reins to him, and then he just gives it up. What he do you mean hand it over? As soon as I as soon as I as soon as I read this, he's going to take it out of my hands and then read it himself. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll save you. The I'll save you. Call him out. Yeah, thank, you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You know I can't read. Matt's being shy because we have a guest in the audience. No, so. no, no. no. Oh, well, we do have a guest. <laughs> we do have a guest today. He's famous. This guest. is. Uh, You've heard him on the guest executive song? assistant producer. Guest executive assistant <laughs> producer Dylan is in the house. He's been on the on the break music. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Featured twice. His band has been featured in the break music, so if you loved his music, you'll love to hear that he's co producing this episode. No diving. Yep. No no That's diving it. coming your way on this episode as well. Wow. Yeah. That was episodes forty two no correction, thirty eight and thirty seven. Are you sure? No. Okay. <laughs> the first beer we have is Paradoxes Burial Blood, a wild sour ale brewed with pomegranate juice and tangerine peels. Aged in oak barrels. This is number 60 in the Paradox Beer Company's catalog. This is packaged in a 500 milliliter bottle at 8.2% ABV. From the time I've had these guys, their beers were more still than carbed. Really? From what I've had, but I've never had their bottles. So Yeah, it's true, actually. It had like a wine quality to it. I'm interested to see how this... Uh pomegranate tangerine combo plays off together. I think Paradox was the first Colorado Sour I've ever had. It was years ago. Whoa. we got to be gentle on the pores because there's SETI. I poured a lot in my glasses. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of sediment. Wow. I hope you like your beer's chunky, Z. I was trying to be delicate. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah just yeah, something flopped out into his glass there. <laughs> Is that a mouse? <laughs> his beer just plunk. took a dump on his beer. Oh my god! You love to see it. Yeah, Ooh, wow. Well, the color on yours compared to mine. Wow. Like yours is darker. We did not agitate this bottle at all, and we had pretty heavy sediment. Only, I don't know. What would you say? About eight ounces into the bottle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're not that far in. Not we're not that. that far in. Yeah, not even eight ounces. I would probably. say like five. No, well, yeah, not not far into the bottle. Basically, we it's a little bit. Evan, spinny. I got a small pour. Evan got a small pour, and then Zach 
got a pour and immediately had sediment. <laughs> so he's halfway through the bottle. Less than halfway through the bottle. Got Careful. some heavy I'll sediment. Like, so. Pour slow. That's good. Oh, stop. Sediment. Like steady roulette. <laughs> Do you keep going? I like it. Oh my god! We should coin that. Yeah, that's. A we should make a revolver phrase. that you can pour your beers into, and and in one of the one of the chambers has one setting. of the chambers has a bullet. What the? What? He was on a he was on he was on a great track, and then he just went overboard. You know what? This is just too far. I <laughs> no, bullet stout from a uh, steel meter. <laughs> okay, I get you. I feel it. Now. I get. Oh, you. is that the bad one? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> this is a really disappointing. Looking beer. This one? what you were saying. It was five ounces of clear and then just what? mud. <laughs> it's crazy looking at Matt's glass to the rest of ours. Yeah, mine's... The rest of us are drinking. Mine's Matt's not beautiful. clear. Mine's got like a chillish haze to it. Everyone else's is kind of murky. We're it drinking that. Evans is sort of... Shades darker every yeah, time. Just gets, <laughs> oh, God. Dylan looks like real grand palm oh, water. Oh, yeah. That's real grand juice right there. <laughs> I'd recommend, Careful. I'd recommend not drinking the whole thing. That sediment was just pure silvery minnows straight from the Rio Grande. <laughs> Rest in peace. No, they're still minnows. alive, I think, right? Didn't we well, say that? I don't know. Nah, they could be dead. Now, honestly, Dylan's glass looks like he went to the Rio Grande and just shoved his glass into the mud and pulled up some, <laughs> some mud slash water. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Uh, let's let's go for the so the parent we talked about the. Parents. I don't even think a life straw can save you from that. Yeah, I didn't see it. Dude, I'd be curious to try this with the life straw. Wait, we should invent a, great a SETI straw. Get some tangerine. Yeah, get some tangerine. But I also get pomegranate, which that was one of the things I was kind of concerned about going into this beer. Is a lot of breweries try to pull off pomegranate as an adjunct, but a lot of times it's just such a subtle flavor you don't really get a lot of it. It's got that acidic smell. I kind of like smell like maybe a tinge of strawberry, maybe some overripe peach. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of tangerine. It's like a cornucopia of fruits. It actually smells very, very good. It smells great. I'm terrified to try it. Yeah, Let's... I know. Me too. Stomach's going to hurt. <laughs> where's right, the, I'm going in. Where's the top? There's zero head left. I mean, minor bubbling. Pretty tart. Very tart. It's got me smacking my, my mouth together or whatever. Yeah, however we're works. all smacking in the way. Yeah, it's really good. It's got good tartness, mild acidity. There is some acidity there. A little bit. Um, I'm not getting terrible acidity. I'm getting... Maybe it's because I'm... Tangerine peel. It's, it's got some, slight, it's got oh, some it's slight carbonation, but it's not over the top. It could lend for a little bit more, I think, to make really make those flavors pop. That's what I've noticed, though, when, I, when we went to the brewery. Yeah. They like lower carb Real levels still. Yeah, That's this is pretty regular with the stuff that I've had. Pretty standard. Sure. You get, you definitely get oak barrel on the finish. I get the tangerine peel pretty clearly, and then I, but I don't get the pomegranate really. But it's, it's enjoyable. I'm surprised, surprised by uh, like a little bit, like the first. So you know when you buy a pomegranate, you get that kind of like tinge on your lips, burst the juice. I kind of get that on the on the sips. Yeah, I kind of get tangerine peel mid palate, and then right before it goes into the oak, I get kind of like a splash of pomegranate, quick flash, and then it goes oak for me. You know, I've never had actual pomegranate. They're it's very messy. messy. They're delicious. It's not worth the time and effort. Don't buy. Yeah, them. that's why I haven't yeah. done it. I've had pomegranate ass. juice. Yeah, pomegranate <laughs> juice. Yeah, well, because pomegranates are just so it's so difficult yeah. to get yeah. the tiniest. Little. They're worth the time. No, yeah. absolutely not. You peel them under in a, in a water bucket. We need to ban pomegranate. Pomegranate farmers should move on to the next fruit. I'm just sorry <laughs> to say. You know what's good? The pomegranate blueberry mix. From pomegranate. What? Oh, the palm juice. Pomegranate. Yep. 
pomegranate. Never, never tried it. Oh, the people that make the juice? Yeah. The blueberry pomegranate. Yeah. Yeah, I stuff. would drink a Truly or White Claw with that flavor. I have. There's a Truly pomegranate. Oh, shit. Nice. Oh, we had uh, White Claw and Truly as our pre-show. Yeah, we had two seltzers. Seltzer Edith boys. Seltzers. Edith that out, Jane. Just kidding. <laughs> let's embrace it. It's delicious. We're going to do a seltzer show. Yeah. For our we one-year were, anniversary, it's coming up. Ain't we no laws when you're sipping the claws. In case what, anybody... And then, and then do the other one. The seltzer one. Ain't Marble no rule is when you're drinking the Truly. <laughs> I like how Either way, you can break a lot of stuff when you're drinking those seltzers. I like how you had a completely different accent when you were talking about the Truly. Yeah, it's it's more <laughs> of a classy... One of those southern white tinge. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. The sediment literally just vanished. It just went back into suspension. It's crazy. Or into solution. Those Trulys got me, got me shook. <laughs> truly shook. <laughs> truly shook. You, you love to see it, actually. I mean, these hard alcopops, you got to love them. <laughs> if you're sitting out on the pool and it's a hot summer day, 100 degrees outside, sweat dripping down your neck and your back and other crevices of your body, <laughs> all you want is a seltzer, you know? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're the only one. <laughs> uh, give me a seltzer over, uh, over a hazy boy when I'm sitting at the pool. Oh, that's fair. Give I will me that. take that. What was the marble in my head? Give me that, that. cucumber marble. <laughs> yeah, marbles, marbles was great, actually. It was. The the marble cucumber key lime seltzer from the aficionado seltzer aficionado Diego was quite delicious. It was it super was, refreshing. It was really oh, good. incredible. If, if you're a fan of like cucumber water, it's essentially the same thing, but there's a mild like lime sweetness, it was but then it's actually. just really super effervescent like soda water. Yeah. So, yeah. It was great. But let's move on to the next beer. The next beer we have in the All Paradox Beer Company show is Scully Barrel Number no. 19, a sour ale brewed with cranberries and aged in oak wine barrels. It's packaged in a 500 milliliter bottle at 7% ABV. Oh, this is released November 2014. It's vintage. Oh, this is a five-year-old five beer. Oh, I've had quite a few Paradox beers in my day, and I've actually enjoyed all of the ones that I've had. I don't really find them overly acidic. I think most of the time they're pretty well balanced. Um, but I have developed some sort of like a sensitive sensitivity to acidity as of late, within like the last six months or so. So I'm curious to try these again to see how. Me too. Like honestly, I'm starting at the burn. Yeah. Like it's sad. I used to love the extreme tartness. Yeah. Well. You can have extreme tartness and no acidity, but that's hard to pull off. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fair point. You guys are dying. <sighs> Sucks. It's because I like spicy food, too. Love spicy food. So it contributes. Didn't see any acidity when I was holding up to the light, but who knows? Yeah. We'll find out. I think it's violent fast pours is the best way to avoid acidity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's acidity in there. It's, well, it's like uh, still acidity. Like floaties. This is sort of like a deep reddish hue. It's more of like an, a dark amber in the glass. Yeah. Kind of looks like an amber beer, really. Uh, virtually no head looks at like all. Looks like a barley wine. The little bit of bubbles yeah, that you do get are like a tannish color. Kind of does look like that, that'd be a really rich barley one, yeah. But it's kind of got like, like that dark, rich, dark malt, reddish amber color. The nose on it is amazing. Yeah, it smells good. 
We're drinking Scully Barrel Number Nineteen. It's a sour ale aged with cranberries. Or sorry, brewed with cranberries and aged in oak wine barrels. You get a lot of oak for sure. You get a lot of cranberry, a lot of oak. The cranberry's pretty yeah, crazy. The cranberry's great, man. It smells. It smells like an ocean spray cranberry juice aged in a wine barrel. That's what it smells like. That's exactly what. They grow those in the ocean, no? Cranberries. <laughs> They grow them in large vats of water, like the, like oceans. I thought that's how they harvest it. Cranberries? I don't know if that's how they harvest it. I just they like, the... like flood it and then they float. Hold on. And then oh, they just I just hold on, boys. Oh, I just see I the commercials. I just see the commercials <laughs> where they're you know they're the ocean spray. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how they harvest it. I, no, don't, I actually sense. don't know how. Makes sense. They grow it. <laughs> you would think it'd be like a tree. You would think a little bush. Yeah, like I don't know. I think they do grow on water. What are you talking about? Let's, cranberries. We have smartphones. You're dumb. No, we can't use I'm them. going straight to cranberries.com. You can't <laughs> stop. <laughs> the most reliable source on the internet for all things cranberry. Yeah, it's the band, though. It's the it's Irish called band. called the Cranberries. <laughs> uh, rest Dude, in peace. Dude, that's our break music. No, they, oh, just lost, they just lost their lead singer, so it'd be, it'd be shameful to... No, rest in peace. It's a tribute oh, show. Yeah, he died drowning in a vat of no, cranberries. No, it's a she. It's a so, she. It's not a he. <laughs> We don't need to do break music for next week, but we have to do the cranberries this week. It's only fair. But he's here today. You're right. That's how they harvest them. Okay, Evan. uh, Co-producer Evan is also producing WOW on the show, and he has information about how cranberries grow and are harvested. They grow on vines, and then they flood the area where they grow, and all the cranberries float to the top, and then they just give it across the top. To harvest. Ah, wonderful. Why do they call it ocean spray then if there's no oceans involved? Do they do oceans sometimes? It's the brand. Yeah, so we can go with that. I'm drinking (laughs) drinking my taste. Yeah, let's go into it. Why why does Nabisco sell (laughs) (laughs) Cheez-Its? Because they're delicious. Yeah, well, that's true. Okay. And only when the cheese is mature. Extra toasty. That's true. That's oak. That's straight oak. I get cranberry. I get faint cranberry. You definitely, get the, it definitely is oak forward. I agree. I do get the finish of cranberry. You know how when you get that dryness. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting. This is cranberry juice. I mean, the beer is what five years old. You don't get it definitely fell this off. This is no the I don't cranberry think so fell off. I don't think so. I still I get think. a good amount of cranberry. There's not as much as the nose, but there's still a lot. I think it's actually it's super complex. I get a lot of complexity. The oak really lends for a nice complexity. I. I'd want to say that it's a shard barrel because I kind of get like a buttery Chardonnay-ish kind of character, but then it has that nice cranberry profile too on the front end and the back end of the oak. Yeah, I get Chardonnay. I get the dry finish of a Chardonnay cranberry and then oak. It's also growing on me. Like yeah. when I had my first sip, I was kind of put off. I thought it was going to be all straight one, one, two note, but I every sip I get, it's nice. After your palate acclimates to the oak yeah. and how prominent it is, you can kind of pull more of the cranberry. Like the second and third sip, you get a lot more cranberry and the oak kind of settles a little bit. That's nice. As your palate acclimates. This beer has a pretty unique finish. It's a nice change of pace. Yeah, I think it's really well done. I actually, I actually like this a lot. <laughs> and it's not tart. No. It's not acidic. Not acidic. There's a mild tartness, but it's not a whole lot. A little bitterness, too, towards the end. which I, it's That's nice. a cranberry bitterness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not as tart as if you were to just take a glass of cranberry juice and drink that, because that yeah. is really tart. Yeah. And then I think that's what I was expecting from, like, cranberry. Yeah. So. You would expect a little bit more tart. Yeah, you would expect it to be a little bit more tart, since it is brewed with cranberries, but it's not as tart as a cranberry juice. I think it's delicious, though. I'm a fan. That's nice. You guys know any famous paradoxes? 
No, I don't. It's a damn shame. I gotta think of one. Nope, nothing coming. <laughs> Do you have a famous one? Well, sure. I'm looking at the top ten list of paradoxes <laughs> all time right here. Smartphones. They're great. I guess I should figure out what a paradox is. <laughs> it's a self-contradictory statement, but I'm trying to think of what paradox I've heard. Your enemy's friend is your enemy. Shit. You had to say that. Now my... <laughs> now my. Wait, isn't this how we defeat robots or whatever in the future? Is we just tell them a paradox and they can't compute and they blow up, right? Cannot compute. I think we're safe. We're good. Paradoxes are weird, man. Dude, when that robot apocalypse comes, I'm headed straight to Paradox Brewing. Yeah, okay. I'm going to chill up there in the mountains and I'm just going to... You're going to die on the way there. Long <laughs> astro. <laughs> <laughs> we almost died on the way there, remember? No. Or was that a different trip? What happened? What happened to us? What do you mean? I remember when we were driving to Denver and they started hailing like crazy. Oh, no, that was that trip. Wasn't I, it? I don't think so. Because we went with the girl, I think. So, that was so this, this next beer is another Paradox beer, but it's packaged a little bit differently. Oh, this is a new one. This, this one is, is a actually newer, in a water balloon. Newer form. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. The new fucking water balloon <laughs> beer. Bags of beer. You just have to poke the holes. That way you can just like shoot it out into your glass. Oh yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great. Camelback of beer. So you have to clean your lines. Hate to see. It. <laughs> the next beer we have in the All Paradox Beer Company show is. <laughs> what is this? Me hybrid. Me hybrid. Mf hybrid. Might be mo. Hybrid, Marion Berry Zangria. This is a mixed fermentation fooder age sour ale brewed with Marion blackberries and Malbec grape juice. This is packaged in a 16-ounce pint can at 8.6% ABV. I don't, is that an E or an F? I think it's an Oh, I think it's an E. Oh. <laughs> you said sour to tell, right? <laughs> I didn't, it should have... Is it an, is it an F comma hybrid mother hybrid? It could be hybrid. MF you can't hybrid. say that on TV. <laughs> it's got to be. Let's look yeah, up is on it M F comma hybrid? Dude, it's got to be cool. That is definitely a comma. Oh, that is comma. is an M F comma hybrid. Oh shit! Kind of looks like that. Motherfucking hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> they really should have done a better job on the comma. But now that you say it, I can see it. Yeah, you're correct. It's MF Hybrid Wow. <laughs> That's pretty dope. thought it was a broke-ass Yeah, me too. I thought they'd just put the gradient over it. If you're curious to see why we were so confused by this packaging, go ahead and take a look at the <laughs> Beer for Thought Instagram. It's at Beer for Thought Podcast on Instagram to look at this label. You know, they're all consistently pretty high ABV for sours. In heights. Yeah, this... 8%. 8.6, 8.2. Yeah, 8.6, that's that's high. Yeah, that's pretty high for a, a mixed fermentation food or age. But I'm curious. It's got Malbec grape. I, I have to say, I love me. I'm not a huge wine fan, but I do really enjoy a nice Malbec. Is that a type of wine? Yes. <laughs> I had a Malbec-ish wine in Paris. Malbec-ish wine? What does that mean? You buy it from one of the vendor dudes. I got it for five euro. Talking is down. that a good deal? Is it a bottle or a glass? <laughs> uh, if you go, 
there's a whole bunch of guys just slinging. I know, I'm sure you've seen it. A bunch of guys just slinging wine when you're sitting there. Okay, you still haven't asked the question. Is it a bottle or a glass of wine? It was a bottle. Okay. But why do you why do you look so concerned? I don't know if it was watered down or. Well, there's a whole bunch of guys out there. Does it there. seem like it like it's sketchy? Oh yeah, okay. it definitely is. Okay. It definitely is. And he was selling it for twenty euro. I was like, I don't have any money. Go away. He kept coming back to me. He was like, I'll buy it for five euro. Just get down. He goes, No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I was like, He kept coming back. I was like, I told you five euro. That's all I'm going to do. He goes, All right, fine. He hands me bottle. I was like, I need a bottle opener. <laughs> I don't have a bottle opener. He goes. Two year, I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna buy it until you give me this bottle of whatever this crap is. Open for five euro. He goes, okay, fine. He opens it up for me. <laughs> so you just drink it. Is it open container in Europe? Yeah, you can drink it in the lawn and watch the Eiffel Tower sparkle in the night. Can you just drink so it like beautiful. in vehicles too? Like, there's no oh, rules. Who knows if there's rules or not? I don't know. I just want. I'm a tourist, man. I'm going to Europe next year. I need to know these details. No, I am assuming. Ask the guy sitting right to your left who lived there for five months. No, you can always say. Is all of Europe open container? Tolerated. Okay, it's a tolerated rule for those who didn't. Every place we went where there was a brewery, there was people outside, like on the sidewalk of that brewery, drinking a beer. So I mean, there's like that at least. I mean, Uh, everybody around us that was sitting down in the grass watching it was had bottle of wine in there. Yeah. Yeah. Bottle of wine in one hand. But you had people walking around. I'm pretty sure they had it already. They recorked it with maybe about this much of Malbec and then all that water. <laughs> or they just filled it with really, really cheap wine. That. But it, was, which is probably it tasted what they did. Down. Oh, did it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Worth it, though, for $5. It was yeah. ethanol. <laughs> so Malbec is a great variety. Originated in France, but it's mostly grown in Argentina now. So... Way to go, Argentines. You did it. This ought to be a really dark beer, I'm assuming. Well, this ought to be rich. <laughs> rich. <laughs> this ought to be rich. Dude, I got to put that out. Yeah, I got to get that on our soundboard. So we're going to craft our own little soundboard. It's going to be real shitty, <laughs> but we're going to do it. You got to have that laugh on there. Yeah, we're it's all really real-time sound effects. Followers. No secondary or post audio. Not, this. I mean, sometimes. But we're hurting <laughs> the followers. So we're, we're cranking up the soundboard action. Yeah, we're, we're doing it. We'll do we're it live. live. This smells amazing. This smells great. Okay, so let's describe it. It's uh, almost orangey. Red orange. Yeah. Looks looks sort of like the last one, amberish, like a dark amberish. Maybe not quite as dark, but no, not as dark. Still got a, like a orangish amberish hue. It smells like a. Like grapefruit snacks. Like Welch's grapefruit snacks? It does. It smells like a grape stem, but sweeter. Like a sweet grape stem. Stem? Stem. You smell the stem? Well, you know how, like, when you have a bundle of grapes and you pull a grape off, you kind of get that waft of grape. Okay, I can do, like, the piff. A little bit of the piff that comes off when you pull it off. I don't know if it's piff. Piff. Purple weed. <laughs> oh shit! You idiot, Jay. Piff. Trying to get the kids to say piff in school. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get them in trouble. Sent them to the principal's office. You hate to yeah, see all it. you kids listening. Unlearn that word. Never listen to Uncle Jay. Always steers <laughs> you wrong. I haven't said motherfucker earlier too, so well, ignore that one. That's true. I said motherfucker. Oh, with the <laughs> soft the magic a, no hard r, no r. It's real. It's piff. <laughs> Oh, this is, yeah, this is like, 
Malbecs are usually a dark, dark, rich, leathery. They're supposed to be blackberry, right? Marion, Marion berries, Marion blackberries. Well, Marion berries are like basically a type of blackberry, essentially. Marion. Okay, I thought it was because I know there's a Marion berry. Yeah, okay. I have a Marion berry tree in my backyard. Yeah, let's try it. That's a good one. That is um, that's a weird tart. I'm digging it. It's kind of funky. Yeah. Uh, no, this is what, nope, not what I was going for. What are you doing <laughs> over there? I was trying to find a new uh, cool break segment music, but no. <laughs> Forget it. Matt's revealing the spear with clicks and Forget noises. It. So this is like a really sweet grape. Like a oh, sweet yeah. red grape on the nose, which is kind of interesting because Malbec's usually a dark, rich, complex, leathery, almost... What, what was that for? Drink Five second delay. <laughs> we all been drinking it. No, I know, but I didn't get to say what I want to say earlier because they were reading some damn uh, Urban Dictionary. Because <laughs> you were trying to create a new segment. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Then I tried to, Well, I was going to try and run with it, but you two failed me on the cool break segment music intro. So what are you going to do you about it? You have to tell me before you're introducing new segment. I don't know what you're talking about. I did. I said this is time for a new segment. Well, I don't even know what you were going for. Like, well, well I, didn't, I didn't either. I was just trying it out. I was going... <laughs> I was just doing it live. I was just doing it live. The new segment where we try to figure out a new segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta get that. Oh yeah, it's great. That was pretty funny though. <laughs> Ooh, this is delicious. This, this is, is delicious. I just went in for the first sip and wow, great. That's almost that tastes like a cotton candy grape. Y'all have ever had those new hybrid? Yeah, G- you guys shit on me when I said GMO. they were good. Yeah, I said they're trash because they are trash. Evan, Evan agreed with me. Yeah, they were delicious. And then you two were like, these are crap. Yeah, cotton candy. Oh, yeah. They're, they're it's not no, here's the it's thing. <laughs> I said that they are overrated, but I still think they're good. I just don't think that they're worth what you pay for. I don't think you Listen back. That. Listen Standard back. Grapes are superior. I don't remember that. Standard grapes are better. Right. When was this canned? This was canned in November of last year. End of November, so it'll be our freshest one from them. Yeah, this is only about eight months old, but it's in a can too. Yeah. So, man, this is delicious. It honestly tastes to me like cotton candy grapes. It's really good. It's got a really sweet grape character. I don't get any Malbec because Malbec really lends towards like a dark fruit, leathery, like rich mouthfeel. This is lighter, sweeter grape. This um, is tasty. I like this a lot. You know what's sad? California gets paradox, and we don't. I hate to see it. Well, how, how do they go? They just go around us? They go, they right, go through through us, us. Dude, right through us. I hate to see it. And they could just drive through Utah, right? They probably do. You can't do that. Well, the mountains are big in Utah. Twin Peaks. <laughs> uh, multiple peaks. Yeah, multiple peaks. Quadruple peaks. <laughs> probably. You're probably right. This is delicious. Yeah, I think this is phenomenal. There is a mild oak character towards the end but man it's really a mostly sweet grape and then maybe a mild oakiness on the end but not enough to detract from the sweet grape i think the sweet grape really shines in this food is for life am i am i pulling like do you get like a little bit of a dark sweet fruit like palmish figgy yeah i do okay i do fig is a good call when when you keep saying grape i I taste something a little darker yeah i do get grape but i get something a little darker with it like could be the Malbec. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, it's got great complexity, and the, the grape character is just a really rich grape character. 
Delicious beer. Phenomenal. All right, I think it's time to go to break, fellas. It's time for break. What's the break? We're either doing uh, Dylan's band or the Cranberries. Rest in peace. Well, I think we better do Dylan's band just in case they all die before next week. That's that true. Way we can honor this them. is a pre <laughs> this is a pre tribute show to Dylan's fallen. Sorry, Cranberries, band. you got bounced. Here's the man himself introducing this week's break music. Whoa. This is Do You Feel the Same by No Diving. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Dylan <laughs> of No Diving. Drummer of hey. No Diving. Little brother of podcast legend and degenerate, Zachary Fife. House degenerate. House degenerate. <laughs> Resident degenerate. All right. No Diving. Enjoy. Do you feel the same? Sun's playoffs 2019. Lock it in. Welcome back. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed <laughs> No Diving. We're moving right into the local spotlight. Yes, we are. And who do we have to thank again? We ha- Again, we have to thank... No, no, no. Actually, we have to thank Bianca, who used to work at Cactus, Alexis's friend, my girlfriend's friend. She hooked it up. Oh, nice. So they gave us this beer. Oh, thank you, very nice. Bianca and Cactus, right? Yeah. And Alexis for having friends. Thank yes. you. You'll see it. <laughs> this is Cactus Brewing Company. Uh, they used to have a location in Albuquerque. They used to have a taproom in Albuquerque. Well, I don't know if it's a taproom and brewery. I think it was just a taproom. Anyway, now they are exclusively located in Bernalillo, just down the street from our friends at Bosque. Uh, Bernalillo, New Mexico, which is just north of Albuquerque, just north of Rio Rancho, in case you're not from the area. Uh, but yeah, we have a 32 ounce crowler of Hazy Guava IPA. I didn't even know they did crawlers. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds delicious, too. It really does. We've got to make a, a trip up there here pretty soon. I've never been. Bernalillo? No, to Cactus. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess yes to Bernalillo. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's uh, packaging a 32-ounce crawler at 7.5% ABV. Nice. It's a hazy. People say that Dana, their owner, is a very nice person. Oh, the nose on this is great. Yeah, it's got a great nose. Head has dissipated fairly quickly. So it pours out hazy, but it's not light hazy. It's like a orange hazy. Yeah, there's a decent amount of turbidity to it, but it's not... It's not that... It's not extremely turbid. Yeah. It's still got some opaque light coming through. It smells great. I get. Uh, I definitely get the guava. You get a little bit of citrus, but I also get an undertone of eucalyptus in there. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, get the yeah. yeah, it's got a little bit of herbal. 
Yeah, so herbal quality. Maybe, uh, what is that spice? Maybe. A little bit of calamine lotion. <laughs> oh. Calamine? <laughs> Coriander? No, it's uh, oregano. Get a little bit of oregano. <laughs> no, I think I'm chasing Italian. Guava, oregano, eucalyptus. But those are minor. The guava definitely shines. <laughs> those kind of herbal qualities are in the back. His name is Dana Kohler. I've met him before. Nice guy. I was working at Starbucks one day, and I was just, he came in, and I was talking to him, and uh, this is when they were opening up their tap room that is no longer open in the UNM Knob Hill area, but I was just making, I was just making conversation with them, and, he, and I just asked him what he did. He said, oh, I own a brewery, Cactus Brewing. Super nice dude. Uh, this was years ago, probably, God, four or five years ago. You gave him a free coffee? I didn't, because I didn't know he was the owner until after I... He you paid just for don't want coffee. to go on the record of saying you gave away a free coffee because you know <laughs> Starbucks would come after you. You know, if if I was still working out at Starbucks and he needed to come back in, I would give him free coffee. Yeah, he's just, like... Just tell him to slide a few beers. He has a more support. important job than most cops and firefighters. That's <laughs> 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 true. Well. All right. I'm going in for my sip. We're in trouble now. Thanks, Jerry. We just lost all our <laughs> cop firefighters. They know it's a joke. Half the things I say are true. I get like a lot of spice on the taste. Yeah, it's very herbal. Very, very herbal. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would have never guessed this as a hazy. Like if it was a blind test. Well, it's kind of nice because <laughs> it's interesting because usually when you have hazy beers, I've never had one that quite has gone in an herbal direction. Usually either tropical, sweet, tropical, fruity. Uh, X Nova's been doing a little bit of floral stuff. Kind of floral and bitter, uh, hot bitterness. And this one is very herbal. It's herbal-y. Truly herbal. Very herbal. And it's it's not bad. It's <laughs> it's sort of like a mint eucalyptus-y kind of herbal thing going on. With But there's guava in the background. But the, the guava is prominent in the nose, but the herbal qualities are prominent in the taste. This is a style of haze that I could drink. This is really more. refreshing. I actually don't mind it. At first, I thought I was going to be kind of put off by too much herbalness, but I got used to it after a couple sips. Yeah, I'm digging this. This is refreshing. I wonder if they use like a hef yeast in this and then just use some really herbal hops or something like that. I'd be curious to... That's a cool can. I like their logo. The Coco Pelli. Yeah, it's a cool nice. Coco Pelli logo. He's drinking a beer. It's a very New Mexican logo. You got to love it. Coco Pelli is, you know... A tribute to the Native American tribes that surround Albuquerque and are prominent in New Mexico. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a cool logo. I do actually really like it. That's really good. The it more nice. I'm sipping this beer, the better it is every single time. It's one of those like evolving style. It's beers. interesting because it's it is extremely herbal beer. Like even if it wasn't a hazy beer, the fact that it's a, a herbal IPA is not. You don't really get those t- those characteristics from an IPA, typically. Like you get these flavors in, like, tea. It's not common. Yeah, it, it totally is almost yeah. like a, a tea-like beer. Yeah. An herbal yeah. tea-like beer. Medicinal. Yeah, it, it does have, like, a sort of medicinal quality. Almost, it almost goes, like, Vicks-ish. But not yeah. off-putting, no. Like, yeah, it if have you were to burn. put your nose in the can of Vicks, but not it's kind of got those herbal qualities, but not over the top that it masks some of the guava and some of the IPA characters. Zach is a big Vicks fan. Dude, I rub it over my all over my body before I go to sleep every night. Speaking of, <laughs> it's actually good for you. Dude, speaking <laughs> speaking of Vicks, we'd like to thank our sponsor. We always love to thank our sponsor. Speaking of Vicks, uh, the Beer for That podcast has sponsored this show. 
We really appreciate it. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to that podcast, you can find it on iTunes. <laughs> it's, uh, you can find it on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere, Podbean, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, beer for that podcast. It's a friendly show of beer, banter, and more. <laughs> and DJs. Yeah, uh, delicious stuff. We always encourage everybody to go out and check out their local breweries. This week's local spotlight belongs to Cactus Brewing Company. And thank you so much to Bianca. Yes. Bianca and Alexis and Cactus, um, Dana and his team over there. Thank you very much. And cheers. Go check. Go If you go make a trip up to Bernalillo and you find yourself at Bosque, go down the road to Cactus. It's right there. Support Cactus Wire up there, and, you know, it's a a win-win. There it is. Are you going to start the segment now? I think it's time. This is Unbreaking News with the Beer for Thought podcast. This week's Unbreaking News goes to Horace Aged Ales. They have done a collaboration beer with none other than the... Disneyland. What? Horace, the Disneyland, Kyle at Horace, brewed a special beer that is now on tap at Disneyland. Interesting. So if any of our listeners are headed out to Disneyland or find themselves in California and would like to taste this special beer, you can find it in Disneyland. It's quite an amazing and tasty treat for all. Well, okay. Would that make it the most happiest beer? The world's most happiest beer in the world's most happiest place. Interesting. Yes. That's great news. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, it's cool. It's a great... Honestly, it's a big feat for (laughs) craft and the fact that they got into Disneyland. Dude, Disney is going to take over the craft world. They take over everything else. They just might. They just might. AB and Bev, watch out. Disney's about to buy your ass out. Hey, they might. <laughs> they have the money too, so. ESPN, the Ocho Light. <laughs> yeah. The Ocho. The Ocho. What a great breaking news segment. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. We appreciate that. It wasn't as, uh, ex- as extensive as last week's, but it was short and sweet, and I like it. That's true. Well, it's very good news. Very good unbreaking news. What's next? We're going to Disney. Speaking of the devil, Matt had informed us you brought us all Starbucks. Not even puppy cups? Puppy cups? <laughs> Whatever they're called. <laughs> puppy, puppuccinos. <laughs> What's a puppuccino? <laughs> You've never had that? Dude, that should, you weren't there. There's no such thing. Yes, there Puppuccino? is. Puppuccino? There's no such thing. There's definitely you got to be kidding me. It's a thing. No. Owen, Owen, I used Owen. to order that shit all the time. I used to pretend I had dogs just so I can get some puppuccinos. <laughs> well, anytime ever, anybody ever ordered a puppuccino, I'd be like, I don't know what the hell that is. And then you give him a water with no ice. Yeah, then I give him. <laughs> then I'd give him a cup of milk and tell him to get lost. Have some milk. All right. get, get the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> <Have> some milk. <laughs> he just microwaves the whipped cream. You hate to see. <laughs> I just kept a special batch of microwave whipped cream. That I oh God! Yeah, ask me for Let a puppuccino next time you come in for days. a drink, huh? They say you were the king of Starbucks. They said nobody made better. Yeah, no, but orange mocha latte frappuccino. To be fair, though, I will say Matt has. Sorry, Nick. Matt's made my favorite Starbucks drink. Black ever. hot. <laughs> no, <laughs> no yeah. I just he just I tell make whatever you want. And he I have to say I better. was a hell of a barista. I will I say that. Him. Sorry, Diego. Yeah, I'll take Diego any day. Yeah, because he's king of seltzer now. Yeah, Diego. 
<laughs> your seltzer got nothing on Matt's brewing experience. You can keep your seltzers. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding, dude. Uh, now, Diego's a great, great barista at Prismatic Coffee. So if you're local to Albuquerque area, go down to Prismatic and visit Diego for some wonderful coffee. Yeah, what are we drinking? The next beer we have in the All Paradox Beer Company show is pour, the pour, Cherish. Pour, pour, pour. <laughs> Just keep going. Just keep pouring. Sorry, man. <laughs> we have to interrupt Matt because it keeps... Wild Sour Brown Ale brewed with dark cherries and cow-cow nibs aged in brandy barrels. This is beer number 48 packaged in a 500 milliliter bottle at 7.7% ABV. Damn, let's keep going, huh? That thing keeps foaming, man. I'm glad. That's a foamy boy. Got to put that on ice a little bit. Because that would have been a hectic raring to go. You love to see it. You love to see a beer excited to be released, released into the wild, and then trapped right back into somebody. So I'm interested to see what the brandy barrel did to this beer. I'm quite curious. So we should we should taste a hoppier beer than the other ones with this one. Oh, this one they have the hot profile, very high, sour level high. So we'll see. Ooh, cool. yeah. So this is packaged in two thousand December of two thousand seventeen. So we're looking at about a year and a half old. Okay. Well, yeah, when I about a year and a half old. Did we get like that sweet cherry on the nose? Color is dark burgundy, even darker than that almost. Yeah. Some seti. Yeah, still seti. Quite a bit of seti in this one. Or it's like still floats. Definitely got oh, some yeah, you brandy. Couldn't, you couldn't even see the seti pour in, but there's definitely a lot in there. Yeah, you can definitely get brandy. Ooh, it smells like it could be. Sneaky tart here. I definitely get some some like dark chocolate. You can definitely get the cocoa nibs. I'm getting a lot of brandy character, like the cherry and the brandy. I feel like are really good complements of each other. I like brandy and cocoa. Yeah, I feel like this is gonna be a great beer. Like yeah. all these sound yeah. like they. It, it, to me, it sounds like a really nice like brandy soaked cherry cordial. Like that's yes. what it smells like yeah, to that's me. That's exactly yeah. what it smells and like. That's really what yeah. I'm hoping it's gonna taste like. Well, let's go in. That's yeah, going for it. Very effervescent. Weird. Jumps off the tongue. Yeah. It's got a metallic taste to it. Off my first sip. It's so carbonated, it's hard to like really pull like tasting notes from it because it just kind of like pops off. And you're like, wait, what was that? Wait. Yeah, you get it right at the beginning and then it's gone. We are drinking The Cherished. It's a wild sour brown, brewed with dark cherries, cocoa nibs, and aged brandy barrels from Paradox Brewing Company. I think we have it too cold. No, well, we had to because it had already fallen yeah, the way it yeah. was. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Actually, I believe that's what the gentleman said. He said you pour it super cold, and then if you want to let it sit for a little bit. Yeah. Well, no, I agree. I think we should let it sit for sure because we we had to get it that cold to pour it, and then we can warm it up a bit yeah. and try and pull some more. No, it's so I really didn't pull much yeah. flavor. We, we, it is pretty cold right now. Shall we caress? We shall caress. Give it the old yes, Jerry rub. <laughs> the Jerry rub. Friction creates warmth. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Man, this is extremely carbonated. Oh, that's ten times different. The cherry and the cocoa pops more, and there's less brandy in the in the finish. It actually stays in your tongue for like a second yeah. or two instead of just racing. I was it also up. agitating mine to try and release some of that carb that was in the in the beer. And it helped. I mean, also with warming it up. But it's still not quite as rich as I was expecting it to be. I was expecting it to be a lot more rich with like dark cherry and intense brandy, but it's and the the cocoa nib adding like a depth of darkness to it, but it's really not like over the top dark, in my opinion. I think each player in this beer goes pretty 
Yeah, they all com- all the flavors complement each other really well. Yeah. I mean, you get like a third of it cherry, a third of it cocoa, and a third of it brandy. There's not one flavor that is overpowering. I'm not trying to be insulting, but like a flat Coke, like a cherry Coke. I'm a fan. I like it's it. It's really good. I think I have to mention is none of these beers are have been overly acidic. No. They've all, the acidity's been dialed back. I appreciate it, too. And first one yes, was the, the is, most acidic. It is nice. Yeah, the first one was yes. the most acidic. And still the, not uh, terrible. The, the Barrel Blood. Yeah. But, yeah, still not bad. The next beer we have in the All Paradox Beer Company show is Dew Ads Anniversary Ale. Special Reserve Ale aged in oak wine barrels. This is packaged in a 500 milliliter bottle at 7.9% ABV. I'm assuming it's their second anniversary because do D E U X usually is two. I say six years on the date. Paradox Beer Company is celebrating two years of selling our unique barrel aged beer <laughs> with our master blend of lightly tart, dry, special reserve ale aged in our oldest oak wine barrels. We are delighted to share this tawny oaky barrel aged ale exhibiting the characteristics of the signature paradox brett strain blend wayward and bound this beer spent over two years in oak barrels so they brewed this beer when they first opened yeah, yeah they did they, yeah, had, they had high expectations yeah they had this is one of their first beers that they brewed they even they even waxed it yeah this is a silver wax top it's actually very cool matches the label and there were only 1920 bottles produced so Pretty rare beer. Whoa. So take that, listeners, you little degenerates. <laughs> so if you ever wanted to find this beer, good luck. <laughs> this has got to be one of the last ones ever opened. It's got to be. There is I'm a gonna chance. Look at, I'm going to look at them tab to see when the last one was opened. Exactly. That was checked we, in. We could be sitting on a gold mine here. Don't open that. <laughs> Let's see what this is going secondary first. According to Untapped, the last time this beer was had, of course, this is only it was checked in, but it was March 8th of this year. Ah. And the check-in says, first post-LASIK beer. Hell of a wax job on this beast. 2014 <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> first post-LASIK beer. Oh, that's a, I wonder when my post-LASIK beer was my first Dude, one. That meant they could see this beer clearly. That's crazy. Yeah. So they celebrated. What, was, they your first, what was your first post-LASIK beer, Jay? I don't remember. I didn't, I didn't make it a momentous occasion. I should have. Well, you should have. Maybe that was my post. You should have because I didn't see it. Maybe because I Tree Cat it. sure did. Tree Cat, that's not me. That's terrible. The <laughs> hell of a wax job. They don't come with the beer at all. It's Aaron Young's burner account. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, you have a doppelganger on Untapped. <laughs> his username is Tree Cat. Go follow his ass. He's got LASIK recently. He's a good guy. He had LASIK on March 9th. I'm sending Tree Cat a friend request. This is the kind of guy I want to drink beers with. You should. Post LASIK boy. I just added him. Here, let me let me do it, Zach. Come on. No, Zach is a resident wax off guy. <laughs> wax on. Wax off. You gotta be one with the wax, ho. It's pretty thick. It's it's thick wax on, on Well, Tree Cat did say hell of a wax job, so. I mean. These it guys, does look pretty thick. These guys don't want no air to get in or Gonna break the wax. Watch, watch the wax. Oh, boys! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's water in there, <laughs> dude. Oh shit! I didn't even notice. Wow. <laughs> I just went for it. Okay. Mayhem has broken out. <laughs> Holy shit! That's crazy. All right, so that was a mess. Man, you should really do clean your table. 
Yeah, Matt. It's disgusting. Jeez, Matt. <laughs> we come to your house every week. We expect a clean table. Yeah, dude. It's always freaking filthy with beer spills everywhere. Uh, let's talk about the color. So this beer looks a lot like all the other beers that we had tonight. Uh, it's kind of like a dark amberish, reddish hue color, dark malt color. The nose on it is quite appetizing. So it is sometimes, and then sometimes I get porta potty. Do you really get porta potty? I swear to God. Really? I absolutely do not. No, I don't there's get any no porta potty. What I do get is maybe a slight acetone character, just just the slightest undertone. I get cherry. Maybe it's your cherry skin. No, it's sort of like that nail polish, that nail yeah, polish scent. But it's it's that. very, 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 very minor, and you get th- that's that's usually normal when you're drinking a sour Brett beer. Well, when you say it's not no, not necessarily normal, but it is common. When you say it's very, very light, then yeah, I mean, I get that. Not bad. It basically tastes exactly like the nose. Like you get that slight acetone hairspray kind of thing. It is decently acidic. Um, then it cleans yeah. up. Some mild cherry fruit. This beer is old. It is old. Yeah, Older I get a lot of me. acetone, man. It's not bad. Like it's it's not, all right. It's not like it's not harsh in any way, but it's not pulling. It's kind of like it's kind of like it's not bad. Aerosoly kind yeah. of that sort of thing. It's not bad though. It's it's not. Prominent. I don't think anything's gone south with this beer no. from it. Yeah, this is just how anniversary ales are, in my experience. Like they're yeah. I was gonna say that. Like that's I'm, true. every anniversary ale that I've had is hit or miss. Yeah, and it's usually more misses than anything. Unless you're drinking a Firestone anniversary, which are always unless fire. those are those <laughs> that's are that's a great point. <laughs> they're always it. Yeah, but I like the breweries. But uh, yeah, they they just did their whatever yeah. one that was awesome. We're oh, yeah, we're talking about like. Too breweries that have been not sure well yeah, yeah, I, yeah i don't think the fact that it's an anniversary ale has a lot to do with that necessarily i'm just i want to i don't want to like associate this with all anniversary beers because all anniversary beers are different and yeah. they're all different styles usually too but yeah this one's okay i mean i'm not like i'm not a huge fan of it to be honest it's it's not bad but it's just that kind of acetony hairspray kind of like aerosol kind of I guess it's I guess it's the name when you label something anniversary you expect it to be one of the better ones that they brew. True, yeah. It, it sets up like a weird expectation. Yeah, yeah. cuz it's like a momentous occasion. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And, sure. and usually so when I try them I don't have a great experience, but yeah, sure. I have had good experience. Yeah. So it's just kind of you just you expect it to be you expect it to be one of the better ones, one of the the top-notch yeah, ones fair. that they brew. Yeah. And usually they're let down. Sure. I think given the age, this is this is held up pretty decently. I think yeah, this is actually not too bad. Yeah, this is solid. But we're kind of, we're kind of like this is a hell of a post basic beer. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because of the beers that we had preceding it. Like they had a really great flavor, and, and it kind of gave us an expectation. I think that the two year would have been maybe a little bit better. Well, in all fairness, they brewed this beer pretty quickly after they opened, and yeah. they put it in barrels for two years. So, you know, this is when they were a brand new brewery, and the fact they that this babies. is babies, you know, yeah, this, the fact <laughs> this is one of their first brews, it's, it's a good beer, you know, That's and true. It, the fact that it's held out, you know, it's held up for five years after they bottled it, you know, that's it's a good sign. 
Oh, yeah. Should we run it down? <sighs> Let's Have you heard Let's run it down. Uh, first, let, we're just going to go through, recap all the beers we had. The first beer we had tonight was, this is an all-Paradox Beer Company show. This is Barrel Blood, a wild sour ale brewed with pan- pomegranate juice and tangerine peels aged in oak barrels. Then we moved on to Scully Barrel Number 19. This is a sour ale brewed with cranberries and aged in oak wine barrels. Then we had... MF Hybrid Marionberry Zangria. This was a mixed fermentation foodery aged sour ale brewed with Marion blackberries and Malbec grape juice. Then we had the local spotlight. Shout out to Cactus Brewing. Thank you so much for the Hazy Guava IPA. Then we moved back to Paradox Brewing Company. We had the Cherished. It was a wild sour brown ale brewed with dark cherries and cocoa nibs aged in brandy barrels. And we recapped, or sorry, we capped the night with Dew Anne's Anniversary Ale. It's a special reserve ale aged in oak wine barrels. And again, this is all Paradox Brewing Company. Beautiful. <laughs> Are we going to do Get It, Forget It on all these? No, just let's not. Here, the show. I here, here's I what we'll, okay, I will start off by saying they are all get it's in my book, except for maybe the do ads, which would probably be kind of hard to get anyway. But if I was going to say forget it about any beer, it would be that second anniversary ale, the one we had last. I agree with you too. Yeah, yeah. that's an agreement for me. Is that a consensus for you as well, Zach? Or did you like the do ads? I, I actually do like the the second anniversary beer. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I think you should try it. But my experience is no. Well, the problem is, is it's a second anniversary exactly. beer, and you're not you're really not gonna be able gonna to find, find it necessarily. Yeah. So I wasn't huge on the uh, first beer we had tonight. I like a little lackluster for me. Is that, so is it forget it for you? Yeah. It was really so Barrel Blood is a forget it for Zach. I like that one actually. Uh, Barrel Blood's a forget it for Zach, and for me, Jerry, and Evan, the Duans is a forget it. Other than that, uh, number nineteen, the Scully Barrel. The MF Hybrid, Marionberry, Zangria, and the Cherish are all get-its for all of us. Um, so let's go. Let's just go beer the night. Uh, let's go, Evan. Motherfucking Hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> that was delicious. Really good beer. I enjoyed the kind of tart level on it. It wasn't overpowering. And then the, uh, was it the Malbec? Malbec, Malbec grape juice, yeah. yeah that was Really good with it. Um, went really well with that Marin Blackberry. Kind of gave that dark, figgy flavor to it. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Fair enough. Uh, Z, your beer of the night. I would like to second Evan's opinion here. MF Hybrid. Motherfucking <laughs> Hybrid. <laughs> it's a great name now that we know what it is. Yeah, well, okay, well, so. I don't know if it's motherfucking. Do I, I made just a promise. Go with it? MF. I made a promise to never curse again, and I never will. So yeah, right. <laughs> MF hybrid, my beer of the show. I laughed. Delicious. I'm gonna third. I'm gonna third that the MF hybrid uh, Marion Berries Angry is also my beer of the show. Phenomenal. It was. I don't think this has anything to do with it, but it was the newest of the Paradox beers we had, and it was canned. I don't necessarily know that that has anything to do with it, but I think people should know that just in case it kept the can kept it fresher, and it was a, it was also the newest beer we had, so keep that in mind. But that was a phenomenal beer. Z, you're closing it out. You always oh, sorry, Jay. 
That's Jer- that's <laughs> Jeremiah. Jay, you're closing out. It's that's like Jeremiah Fuertes. Two weeks in a row now. That was my runner-up. The MF what? was great. Yeah, I really liked it. And then runner-up. Yeah, I really the cherish kind of did it for me today. I really wow. thought that after it kind of settled down and warmed up a little bit, mm-hmm. I really liked the. It wasn't super rich, but I thought it was rich enough, and the cherry and the bourbon kind of came through. It was brandy. Brandy. Or sorry, the brandy yeah. kind of came through, and it was. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was my beer of the night, and it, it was kind of hard to pick for me. Like they were all very similar. Um, I didn't really have one that kind of like stood out. That's why I didn't want to kind of agree and go with that fourth beer, even though that was probably the top two beers. I think a good consensus from Paradox is a lot of the flavors are very mild. They're they're not. None of them were really over the top. Yeah. In it, everything played very well together. Yeah, I agree. None of them were. They didn't shock you. Yeah, yeah. None which is were, good. None of them were slapping really in the face good. with any any particular part of the beer, which I I t- tend to appreciate nowadays. But I thought they were all great beers. Honestly, I thought this was a great episode. Yeah. Thankfully, it wasn't like a too acidic, man. I was really worried about that. Yeah, no, yeah. they weren't too acidic, which I definitely appreciate. So. Um, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up. We always encourage everybody to go check out the local spotlight. This belo- this week it belongs to Cactus Brewing Company. They're located in Bernalillo, New Mexico. Very so, good beer. Yeah. I want to see more of it. The Hazy Guava IPA was pretty tasty, herbaceous, and guava-y. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, does anybody have want to say anything they learned tonight or any shout-outs or promos that you would like to plug? Beer for thought. Okay. <laughs> cranberries and beer for Even that. We're gonna play the band, the fruit, whatever you want to call it. Z- the website Zach's just cranberries.com. Great place. Zach's just Check a fan out. of the twigberries. Okay. I think I think if you're gonna pull one thing from the show, you should know that cranberries do not grow in water. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> that is true. We did I learn learned, that today. Hey, I tried a popular <laughs> popular I learned two knowledge. Things. <laughs> well no, I learned that Disneyland is brewing a beer. With uh, the happiest beer. Well, they're not brewing a beer; they're a collaboration. I right? don't know that it was necessarily collab. They're just Horace. pouring it. All right, so Horace brewed a beer for Disneyland. Yes, or for Disney. Yes, and it's now That's the happiest beer on earth. And it's now the happiest beer on earth. Yes. Well, it's good that it's not a collaboration. <laughs> what would Disney bring to the table? Making a beer. Happy. They would bring more than uh, happy most people, including they, twin. They bring. They bring I, a lot of money. I imagine this beer to be like mascots. One percent. No. no, no, no. Horror section brews some pretty heavy ABV stuff. I know, stuff. but it's Disney, though. Yeah, Disney but Disney, wants to make that Disney's money. got a dark side. You ever seen Star Wars? Have <laughs> you ever seen Star Wars? Tragic what happened to all those people in Star Wars. That's <laughs> such a sad story. <laughs> okay, let's start this. We'll, we'll talk about this post show. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at Beer for Thought Podcast. Same handle on Twitter. Same handle for the Gmail. We have a Facebook. Uh, yeah, whatever. Tinder. Send us <laughs> <laughs> swipe right on Tinder for us. Does anyone use Facebook? I'll send you some naked beer pictures. I, I don't know. So. I don't know. We have it. Um, so Loose if you want to message ground. us on there, go right ahead. Uh, until next time. To the last to drop. The last to the last drop. drop. That was so good until you guys went like. Well, we had to cheers <laughs> Dylan too. He's part of the plan. Oh, he he was late. He's <laughs> he's guest co-executive.
They killed that Sharon off in Game of Thrones. No, he lived. No, he, oh, that's right. He, he has no eyes. That's <laughs> my bad. Might as well be <laughs> dead. <that> true. <laughs> Might as well be. He's as good as dead. Did they gouge his eyes out? Yeah, they, t- they said there was like a scene. I think I thought they cut his tongue out. Uh, what? Yeah, you, I think it was his tongue because he sang. Yeah, he was singing. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. What? Yeah. You're telling me Game of Thrones sold out and put some Ed Sheeran in one of their episodes? Yes. They did. They did yeah, it, it for uh, it good. Maisie Williams. Which, were they dating or something? No, it's just Maisie's like a huge fan of him. So they just threw him in an episode, compromised an entire series for Maisie's, you know, just so she could get off because you could see Edge. Sure, what? (laughs) (laughs) He had the tattoos by then, so he was cool then. No, and he only had like less than a minute. Ed Sheeran doesn't belong on Game of Thrones. He's not. You should watch Game of Thrones and then decide for yourself. No, the episodes (laughs) I watch, he has no place. Stick to music, Ed. You're only like two seasons in, though. Three and a half. Get it right. I rest my point. What's <laughs> weird is they had him appear as himself. That it, <laughs> did they really? <laughs> You're not kidding. Well, they said he was singing. Here's, here's, here's our boy, Ed, Ed Sheeran. Here's our boy, Ed. Here's our boy, Ed. Ed Kieran. He played Ed Kieran in the show instead of Sheeran. He had a cell phone. It was weird. 